welcome, welcome everyone to New Covenant Worship Center. We are live here in the building for this first Sunday in the month of February, amen. God has graced us and blessed us to see a brand new month, amen. We are here on this, I believe it's the 5th, amen. February 5th, amen, that God has graced us to see in this month of 2023, amen. So we are uh, excited, amen, about what God is doing. And we want to welcome you all on YouTube, on Facebook. Come on in and join us. Like, share, and comment. Especially, I need you guys to share this, amen, so that we can get the word out, amen. I'm telling you, because you're in for an awesome time in the Lord on today. We're going to open up in prayer. We got praise and worship, and we got the word of God on today, amen. So listen, I need you to shake yourself, amen, and give God some praise and stand to your feet if you got some good legs to stand on this morning and give God some praise like you excited amen to be in the land of the living amen you better thank God that God put breath in our body this morning he put the activities in our limbs and we can walk we can move and have mobility so come on let's give God some praise amen as we offer up prayer this morning so, Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning to give you thanks and praise on today, God. Lord, we come to magnify you, Lord. We come to lift you up in this place on today, God. Lord, we come, Lord, to bless your holy name on today, Father God. As we come this morning telling you thank you, God. Lord, thank you for your grace today, God. Thank you for your peace and your joy on today, God. Thank you, Lord, for giving us breath in our body on today, Father God. That you allowed us to have activities of our limbs on today, God. That we came here walking on our own on today, Father God. That you gave us eyes to see this morning, God. You gave us ears to hear on this morning, God. That our mouth was able to open and talk, God. And offer praise to your holy name on today, God. Lord, we come to tell you thank you on today, God. Thank you for your love and kindness, God. Thank you for your grace and your mercy on today, God. And Lord, we ask that you will fill this place this morning, God. Fill this place with your power, God. With your glory, with your anointing on today, Father God. As we come this morning with great expectation, God. Anticipate. God, a mighty move of God on today, God, that you will stir up this atmosphere on today, Father God, that Lord, we will be in a place, God, to worship you, God, to honor you, God, to lift you up on today, Father God, for you are our King, you are our Lord on today, Father God, and Lord, we thank you for your presence, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for your loving kindness toward us on today, God, that Lord, you gave your only begotten Son, Lord, that whosoever believes on him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life, God, and we thank you on this morning God we thank you for salvation today God we thank you Lord that you saved us God that you redeemed us from the curse of the law on today Father God that you gave us new life on today God that you gave us new hope on today Father God that you made us righteous through your blood that was shed on Calvary Father God and Lord we just come to magnify you today God we come to lift you up on today Father God that you are our Lord God you are our Father God on today God and Lord we just worship at your throne on today God we honor your presence today God and we ask that you will bring forth healing and deliverance on today God for those who are bound with sickness in their body God we ask that you will touch their bodies God that you will bring forth divine health on today God that you will strengthen God every area of their body on today God but you said in your word that by your stripes we are healed on today God I speak healing to our lungs to our kidney God to our small intestine our large intestine our colon on today God 
We speak life to our spleen, to our pancreas on today, God. Every vital organ, our heart, God, our mind, our brain on today, Father God. That, Lord, everything in our body is functioning the way you created to function, God. That no sickness, no illness, no plague shall come nigh our dwelling, God. And, Lord, we lose life in this place on today, God. We lose the joy of the Lord in this place on today, God. That, Lord, we're putting on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, God. We break depression today, God. We break anxiety and stress and worry on today, God. We cast our cares upon you on today, God. But you said you care for us, Father God. And Lord, we thank you on today, God, that you continue to bless us, God. You continue to strengthen us, Father God. I thank you for new covenant worship, Son of God. The place that you have deemed for us to be worshipers, God. To be in a place of praise, Father God. That this is the place, God, will make a difference in this community, in this neighborhood on today, God. In this city of Joliet, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for blessing this ministry, God, for keeping us, for protecting us, God, to continue, Lord, to keep us moving forward on today, God. We release your anointing, God. We release your power, God, that we're going to see revival in New Covenant Worship Center, God, that we're going to see souls added to the church daily, such as need be saved on today, Father God. I release that evangelistic anointing, God, to rest upon every believer in this house, God, that we'll begin to witness and share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, God. Stir us up on today, God. Stir up the gift of the prophetic on today, God, that we may prophesy, God, and speak what that said the Lord on today, God, to edify, to exhort, and to comfort on today, Father God. Bring forth your power, God. Bring forth your anointing, God, that yokes shall be destroyed on today. Burdens shall be lifted on today, God. Deliver us from every spirit, God, from everything that's not like you on today, Father God, that we'll begin to walk after the spirit, God, that we may not fulfill the lust of the flesh on today, God. I break down every carnal mindset on today, God, but you said to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace on today, God. I decree and declare that we are walking in the spirit. We are walking by the spirit. We are walking in obedience to yield to the instructions of the Holy Spirit, God. I loose that power today. I loose that anointing, Father God, that we're going higher in you on today, God, that we will be a church filled with power, God, that signs and wonders shall follow us, God. I decree and declare that no weapon that's formed against us shall prosper, God. Every tongue that rise up against us in the day of judgment shall be condemned on today, God. We release that glory, God. We release that power, God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, God, strengthen your people, God. Encourage your people on today, God. Bring forth newness on today, Father God. Break away the old habits, God. Break away the old mindsets, God. Let us have a fresh renewing, God, of our minds on today, Father God, that we will continue, Lord, to see your blessings, God. We'll continue to walk in prosperity. We'll continue to walk in divine health, God. I release it right now in the name of Jesus, God. Strengthen your people, Father God. Oh, glory to your name, Jesus. Oh, he is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be magnified. He is worthy to be glorified. I need some people that really love God to make some noise for Jesus. The Bible says to let everything that have breath, praise ye the Lord. Everything that have breath, praise ye the Lord. 
He said to come into his courts with thanksgiving, enter into his courts with praise, that we're going to offer up praise to his holy name. He said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye lands on today, Father God, open up your mouth with thanksgiving. Open up your mouth with praise, for he is worthy to be praised. Oh God, we love you today. As the sound begins to come, as we begin to offer up worship, I need you to give God your best praise. I need you to begin to remove yourself from whatever happened before you got here and let your mind be stayed on Jesus on today. That you be free to worship. You be free to praise on today, Father God. As we come to magnify you, Jesus God. Oh, we make you large in this place. Oh, for your word. We thank God for the musicians and thank God for the sound. Come on, Pastor Benice. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on and make a joyful noise all over the room. Hallelujah. We bless your name, Jesus. And we thank you for your great name. Hallelujah. Come on, can you clap all over the room? Come on, we just want to set the atmosphere. Move in this place, hallelujah.
bless your name. Jesus. Y'all trying to go back. Jesus. There is something about that name. Y'all remember this. Master.
y'all up now. Y'all started off a little slow and somebody woke y'all up. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank God. Amen. For his grace and his mercy. Amen. Listen, I appreciate you all. Amen. And God is definitely blessing us here in this house. Amen. We thank God for your presence. You all give yourself a hand. Praise you. Look so amazing. Amen. Amen. Listen, we're going to move forward. Uh, in our service, amen, as we move forward into our time of giving, amen, our uh, times and offering, amen. Come on, thank God for a hallelujah amen. for giving, amen. I mean, you know, it's a blessing to give, amen. So we get excited, amen, about giving, amen, as God continues to bless us, amen. The Bible says, whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap, amen. So we believe God, that God is not mocked, amen. Be not deceived. He's not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth. I mean, that's a principle. Amen. I heard someone sharing and talking about how, you know, people who are unsaved or they're not in church and they're of the world, but they're reaping the benefits of the principles. Principles have no prejudice. Principles have no boundaries. If you work the principle, it will manifest the results. Amen. So you got to believe God. There are people that are sowing seed. There are people that are harvesting from those seeds that they sow because why? They believe in the principle. Amen. They believe in giving. Amen. There are billionaires that are at a place because why? They've been given. Amen. They've been sowing seed and releasing things into the atmosphere and they're reaping harvest from it. Amen. So this morning, if you need an envelope, please raise your hand. Brother Terrence will get you an envelope. He's here. Amen. We thank God for Brother Terrence. Amen. Those of y'all who are watching online, you need to give. Um, you can go to our website, www.newcovncwc.com. Click the Give tab. We're giving towards our tithes and offering toward benevolence, toward our, uh, our outreach of 2023, wherever the Lord leads you to sow. You can sow this morning. Those of you all who have Easy Tide, you can go to the Easy Tide app. If you have not downloaded it, go to your app store and search Easy Tide. Download the app. Set up the information. Look for New Covenant Worship Center, Joliet, Illinois. And you can set up your Easy Tide through your credit card or your checking uh, savings account information. And you can give anywhere in the world, anytime you want. Amen. Amen. 
through our Easy Time app. Amen. Those of y'all who still use the great United States Postal Service, you can mail your seed to 2423 Glenwood Avenue, Joliet, Illinois, 60435. Amen. It's good to see Mother Jackie in the building today. Amen. We thank God for her being here. Amen. I saw Mother Jackie. She didn't see me. I think it was uh, Thursday or Wednesday. It was Wednesday. I had stopped by the church and she was she was tipping to her car from the beauty salon. She, had, she was looking all good. She was pulling up, trying to get up in that silver Cadillac. I said, look at that. I said, Mother Jackie out here just looking like money. Amen. <laughs> Call her money, Miss Mother. Money, Mother Jackie. Y'all ain't ready. <laughs> Amen. That's, that's it. Look at that. You got to receive it. Amen. She said, I receive it. Amen. God put that on you say, money, Mother Jackie, amen. That's what she looked like. She said, I received it, amen. I don't know about you, but I want to look like money, amen. Y'all ain't ready. Mother Jackie said, I'm going to receive it. I receive it. In Jesus' name, it is so. Always have all supply, all sufficiency for all things, Amen. Motivate you. Don't be scared to add them zeros. One thousand, one comma, three zeros. Go ahead on that. Look at that, Sister Renee, right on time. She about to drop ten thousand dollars in offering. Amen. that seed in. God bless you, Sister Renee. Those of y'all on my right, if you're ready to sow and give, come on, let's give. Get delivered. 
Amen. Come on, those of you all on my left, come on, let's sow. Amen. Look at Mother Jack. See that? Look at him. Just money walking. Hallelujah. God bless you, man. Go come on, sister. Tina, God bless you. Amen. Everybody sold and gave and wanted to give. Amen. Come on, let's bless the offer. Terrence, you ready? I want you to bless the offer. Come on. Father God. Help us, bless us, tithes and offerings. Let us be influence of the world. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, amen. Come on, we give God praise, amen. All right, it's time for our announcements, amen. Come on, Sister Melissa. Somebody get her a mic. going to remix these announcements. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> thank you. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. First of all, I want to thank God for this. This is a, a blessing, this opportunity, because I'm doing work for him. So I'm excited. Amen. That's why I'm excited. So, um, I'm going to throw some little stuff in there here and there, but uh, I'm not totally prepared today, but God is with me. All right. So I want to say good morning, God's people. That's y'all. God's people. I want to extend greetings to all visitors and seekers. Welcome to the house of the Lord. Shepherd by Apostle Jonas Jones and our lovely Pastor Venice Jones. Uh, I want to give uh, a shout out to all the February birthdays. Okay, um, we want to give, uh, let's see, oh, we'll give weekly announcements. Don't forget to check out us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Okay, and I have a, it's an update, because I wrote it, but then they gave me something different, but... January devotional discussion is on Monday the 6th at 7.30 p.m. on Zoom. The January devotional link must um, be accessed through Version Bible app. And here's the reading devotionals for the month of February. When the Holy Spirit moves, by Durkee Bandir Spew, I guess that's how you pronounce his last name, um, and Needing the Holy Spirit. You can check those out also at Uverse Plan. Tuesday, Men's Prayer on the conference call line at 8.30 p.m. Wednesday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., Corporate Prayer and Fasting, Fruit, Nuts, Water, Juice, and a Salad. Thursday, Bible study at 6.30 p.m. Saturday, movement ministry in church parking lot at 7 a.m. I think there's a some kind of update on that as well. I think it's something about which I read. So I'm getting ahead of myself. Excuse me, y'all. 
Sunday, uh, Sunday school is at 9 a.m. Sunday morning worship starts at 10. And there's also announcement. Uh, please be on the lookout for email. Uh, no, 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 that's not it. Uh, here it is. My bad, y'all, my bad. Uh, calling on all youth ages 9 through 18. Join the church, the children's ministry for youth night on February 24th. The time is at 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. There will be games, food, and guest speaker, and lots of fun. Hey, too bad I'm not 18. Um, okay, um, if this is what, uh, I guess, please RSVP, sorry about that, to Minister Dorian, is that Pruitt? Thank you, by uh, February 20th. If you have any questions, please let her, uh, let her know. All right, so... That concludes the end of the announcements. I hope everybody is clear on that because I'm confused. <laughs> um, <laughs> everyone help me usher in the man of the house, Apostle Jonas Jones. Amen. We got you, Sister Melissa. Amen. We understand it all. We got it. Appreciate you. Amen. <laughs> you all may be seated. Amen. Listen. Two more quick announcements, amen. <laughs> I'm telling you, I thank God we can laugh, amen. I'm telling you, if you can't laugh at yourself, amen, you got, to be, you got to be able to have some fun, amen. Life is too short, amen. Listen, uh, from Sister Robin and her family, she wants to uh, offer her thanks and uh, our condolences from the ministry. Uh, New, Covenant work, New Covenant family, thank you for your words of encouragement, texts, calls, flowers. Uh, maybe you prayed for from near or far during the bereavement of our beloved brother and uncle. Everything was heartfelt and nothing went unnoticed. God bless you all, Sister Robin and Minister Dorian. The Lord works wonders through wonderful people like you. Thank you. So we appreciate everyone that supported Sister Robin, amen, during her time of bereavement and loss of her brother. Um, we continue to support the uh, family through prayer and encouragement. Amen. Um, this is maybe um, around Christmas time or New Year's New Year's when um, the family came from Georgia uh, with Sister Allison and Brother Belvin. Um, they sent a thank you card. They said, thank you so much for the love, uh, for the words and prayers over our family. So much was revealed to me and my husband during our visit. Thank you for your covering of my and my my daughter, uh, Doria, doing her uh, opportunities for higher education. The seed of blessing was something she needed to demonstrate God's love and favor on her life. We look forward to worshiping as a family in the future. May God continue to bless each of you. You all are simply amazing because of your love for God and his people. Love the Georgia family, uh, the Foxworths. Uh, Pierre, Pierre, Janet, Doria, and Jacqueline. Amen. So we thank God for that. That's a that's a blessing, amen. When people can write back and they put something in the mail and say, I appreciate their fellowship. They were visitors all the way from Georgia, amen. And they had an awesome time. So we thank God for the Foxworth family. They continue to be in our prayers and our extended family. So we thank God for them fellowshipping uh, when they came here, that God met them here, amen. They were thought they were just going to meet them in the parking lot and stay in the car. But God said, come on in. And God had a supernatural blessing for them. So I thank God for that. Pastor Lee, you got your mic? 
No, you, you look so swell. Come on and share with the wife support. Stand up one more time on your heels. It's going to be well. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Really quick, I want to just remind the women on this Saturday, the 11th at 9 a.m., we'll be on Zoom for wife support for the month of February. So it is open to all wives and those who are engaged. Join in as we come together as women, as wives, to pray and encourage one another. Thank you. Amen. We appreciate you, Pastor Denise. Amen. Listen, I encourage all women to get on that wife support because I'm telling you, it really is a blessing. Amen. Uh, just to be able to be in that atmosphere to um, if you desire to be a wife and getting some knowledge and some wisdom of what it is to be married and, um, and what to expect. Amen. So that God can prepare you for your spouse. Amen. amen. Listen, um, last announcement. I want to thank God for everyone that uh, had an opportunity to come out on last week and fellowship with us in Chicago, Illinois. Amen. amen. We were at New Horizons Apostolic Ministries. Uh, on the great south side of Chicago. Thank God for each of you, one of you all who came out. And I'm telling you, I appreciate um, those who came. Some people had, uh, we were talking Thursday night, and they said, listen, you appreciate your home. And when you're at church, where you're familiar, because everywhere you go is different. Amen. Amen. And so we thank God for his grace and his mercy. So Amen. listen, I appreciate you all. Listen, all right, y'all ready for the word? Amen. All right. I'm excited and ready for the word. It's a good time. It's 1044. Amen. Super Bowl is next Sunday, so I'll make sure I keep you extra long. Ah, They already put a thing in that somehow. I ain't coming next Sunday. Yet. See him on virtual. Bless the name of the Lord. Amen. Listen, it's going to be well. Amen. Who y'all want to win? Kansas City. What a Kansas City people. Raise your hand. See that? Y'all, y'all, we're going to have to pray. Because y'all going to need some strength, some help from the Lord. Yes. Now, how many Philadelphia people who think Philadelphia are going to win? You see that? They even made some noise with that. See that? <laughs> My God. Listen. Go Bears. She's speaking prophetically. Amen. <laughs> Futuristic, amen. Amen. Call those things that be not as though they were. Amen. Amen. It's coming Well, hey, somebody's got to win, amen. But we're gonna we're gonna see what happens. It's always an exciting time for Super Bowl, amen. Even if you're not a sports fan, I think a lot of people just watch the Super Bowl because of the entertainment, amen. And y'all girl Rihanna is doing the halftime show. Look at y'all. Uh-huh. Work, 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 work. Oh, sorry. Wait, stay, stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. We in the Bible, y'all. Jesus, y'all Rihanna fans, calm down. <laughs> Listen, let's go to uh, the book of Acts chapter 8. We're going to actually pick up where we left off in Bible study because I didn't want to get ahead um, and then have to come back to chapter 8 and we didn't finish and we jumped to chapter 9 because there's a lot of meat right here uh, in this latter part that we didn't get to on Thursday night. Um, if you missed Thursday night, just go back and hit the replay and watch it on YouTube or on Facebook. Uh, it's there for your convenience. Amen. But we have been teaching in this series where are the believers and we've been walking through the book of Acts and we've been seeing God uh, manifesting and uh, moving by his power through the Holy Spirit. And we've been gaining the wisdom and the knowledge and understanding uh, of the power of the Holy Spirit and how he's been operating, how he's been working through uh, God's believers, his apostles and the miracles that have been performed. Uh, in the first part of this chapter eight, when we begin to share uh, on Thursday night, uh, we see 
um, God began to minister through Peter and, and John and, and through Philip um, as they begin to go forth into Samaria and to share the good news of the gospel there. And um, we left off and we're going to pick it up where Philip meets the Ethiopian eunuch. And so we're going to learn some things today. We're going to grow and we're going to uh, gain some knowledge and understanding because this thing about where the believers is showing us what we should look like. It's showing us what we should be manifesting and doing and operating in as believers. The things that we've walked through in these seven chapters, the miracle signs and wonders, they should follow us. They didn't stop in the book of Acts. They didn't stop in the scriptures. They continues on because we have to be able to preach this gospel to the uttermost parts of the world. And so we have that opportunity wherever God leads us, wherever God, uh, uh, you know, positions us to be at. We have to be in a, in a place to be obedient to God's instructions. And I think that that's one of the areas where we struggle at is being obedient to God's instructions and his voice. So we sometimes miss opportunities to share the good news. We miss opportunities to share God's uh, glory and his goodness and what he's done in our life. And so we're going to see as Philip, who has been uh, he's been laid hands on. He was one of the seven deacons. And now he's operating in this in this evangelistic anointing. And God is using him in a mighty way. Yeah. Uh, and he's really going forth and he's moving in the things of God. And as we shared on Thursday night, I know I'm giving some tidbits. You can go back and look at it. But I love the fact that um, the scholars and through uh, uh, the studying that they found out that uh, he had four daughters and all four of them were prophetess. And so he raised up godly women in his household. He raised up women that were in leadership um, because of his example, because of his love for God, because of him being this great evangelist. He began to share the good news and his daughters desired to follow in that particular pathway. Isn't it? It's amazing how the example of your parent can be influential to your child. Amen. So we have to be mindful that we constantly uphold the standard of being an example before our children. Amen. Regardless of how far they stray, they can yet still maintain the fact that, you know what, my mom and daddy showed me the right way, not told me the right way, showed me the right way. See, it's a difference. You can tell someone to do what's right, but you're doing and living opposite. It does not have the same impact. We have to lead by example. Amen. So let's look at the scripture. I'm in Acts chapter eight. We're in the New Living Translation, NLT version. And it's, we're starting at verse 26. It says, as for Philip. An angel of the Lord said to him, go south down the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. Now, here's our first instruction. Now, you got to realize something. And as I was, you know, studying this and, and, and reading some of the commentary, if, I want you to begin to grab hold of this. Now, Philip was having an amazing uh, a revival. People were being delivered. People were being healed. Signs and wonders were happening in Samaria. And so because the hand of God was upon him and moving in such a mighty way, as we related to the 21st century and where we are today, some of us would have got caught up in the fact that we were having so much success that we would have been afraid to leave and move from that place. Because once we see the success and we see the God's hand moving in such a mighty way, we'll get to the place and say, you know what, God, if you're working here, why should I move to a desert place? Why should I leave this place? I should continue on. But we have to be led and be obedient to the Holy Spirit. At this point, Philip makes the decision because why God has unctioned him, the Holy Spirit, he sends an angel. Listen to what it says. It says, as for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, go south down the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. Now, you have to be open to hear God's instruction in his voice. You got to know his voice in this time because this is the only guiding that you're going to get. 
There's nobody that's setting up structure. There's nobody that's planning out, mapping out. Well, we're going to now take over this territory. We're not going to go to this area. No, the Holy Spirit is leading Philip and guiding him to the areas where he needs to be. Amen. So in verse uh, 27, notice he does not give any, uh, uh, you know, friction. He does not give any uh, back talk. He says, so he started out. And he met the treasurer of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Kandake, under Kandake, the queen of Ethiopia. It says the eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship and he was now returning, seated in his carriage. He was reading aloud from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Now, let's break some things down and let's stop right here. Notice this particular treasurer of Ethiopia, the eunuch. Now, this Kandake which is also in the Latin is translated Candace in some of your translations. Now, here it is. She has been deemed a queen of this particular area of Ethiopia. And now he was a eunuch. He was responsible. Now, a eunuch is someone that's been castrated where now they don't have the, the sexual desires uh, uh, for those particular uh, women that are around the king and their harem and those who are around them. This was something that was a uh, 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 Put in position so that they, because they were in such close proximity, they were in such close relationship with the king that he didn't want them to be tempted by his particular women in his particular circle. Amen. Amen. So here, this eunuch of great authority under Kandake, the queen of Ethiopia, he's found himself coming back from worship coming back from Jerusalem, and now he's seated in his chariot and he's reading the book of Isaiah. He's reading out loud because he's come from worship, but there's something still he's searching for. There's something still he's in need of. He's trying to gain understanding and wisdom. And so when you begin to get to that point in place where you desire to grow in the things of God, I told you last week, you have to make the initiative and you have to get into position to get the word for yourself outside of Sunday or your Bible study time. So here the eunuch is on his way back home and he's at a place where he's reading the scripture and listen at this because God has orchestrated Philip's footsteps. He's now lined him up to meet this particular individual because there's an encounter that he's getting ready to have with God because God has allowed Philip to hear his voice and Philip has obeyed his voice. I'm here to let you know as believers, we have to be obedient to his leading of his voice because he will take us to places that we least expect and he will use us in areas that we least expect but we have to be obedient and follow through with the plan amen? amen don't become distracted don't get off course don't get caught up with everything along the way because the enemy will try to keep you from getting to your promise he'll try to keep you from getting to the person that you're supposed to encourage today the person you're supposed to bring life to today so here it is he was moving forward and says then the eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship and he was now returning sitting in his carriage he was reading aloud from the book of the prophet Isaiah Listen at this. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, I love this because it keeps giving mention and it keeps beginning to give the responsibility of the Holy Spirit in teaching and giving uh, Philip the instructions. This is why we encourage you. You have to build a relationship with the Holy Spirit. You have to build a relationship with knowing his voice, knowing who he is. And this is why you have to remove yourself from the intellectual mindset that we've been accustomed to. Because there are some things you won't understand in your intellect. And if you read your devotion for February, I love that it started right off in there talking about the Holy Spirit and talking about you can't come to the place of knowing this through your intellect and some of us will think our way out of our blessing because we're trying to figure out we're trying to figure out 2 plus 2 plus 3 divided by 7 equals this 
And we're trying to develop the formula. But if we're just a led of the Holy Spirit, we will see the miraculous works of God move. We'll see his hand in operation. And so here it is. It says Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. Philip asked, do you understand what you are reading? The man replied, how can I unless someone instructs me? And he urged Philip to come up into the carriage and sit with him. Now, I need you to understand something. First of all, you need to recognize the eunuch's humility. In his position, he actually, he has so much power and he has so much particular uh, uh, authority where he's from that he's at a place where here it is, this stranger comes up to him and he begins to have conversation with him and he begins to say, I don't understand this. He was open enough to say, I don't understand unless someone comes to teach me. You have to, regardless of your status and your level in society, you have to be willing to be humble in order to receive the teachings of the word of God. You have to be willing to be humbled to bring forth the understanding so that you can grow in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. It says that he, he said, do you not understand what you're reading? He said, the man replied, how can I unless someone instructs me? And he urged Philip to come up into the carriage and sit with him. So he gave Philip the right of way. He invited him into the carriage. He said, listen, I want you to instruct me. He was hungry for the word. He was hungry for understanding. And we as believers, we have to be hungry for the word. We have to be hungry for the understanding of his scriptures. We have to desire that. It can't just be at a place where you come in Sunday and it's preached to you. You have to desire the more of the word because the word is what's going to heal you, what's going to deliver you, what's going to keep you, what's going to build your faith up. It's going to happen also at the preaching of the word. But you have to have a steady, nutritious value for the word of God. Just like you eat every day, your physical body you have to eat spiritually your spiritual food which is this word of God verse 32 the passage of scripture he had been reading was this he was led like a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb is silent before the shearers he did not open his mouth he was humiliated and received no justice who can speak of his descendants for his life was taken from the earth the eunuch asked Philip tell me was the prophet talking about himself or someone else now this is where we have to grab hold to As believers, we have to be astute in the scriptures. We have to have knowledge of the word and knowing that what was happening in the Old Testament was types and shadows of Jesus Christ to come. So you have to be able to study the show thyself approve or work we need to not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You got to be ready to be used of God. So you have to be equipped. Some of us, God can't call you use you because you haven't had no scripture in you. I ain't going to get hanged. No amen. Because you're you're, you're waiting to come up against something and say, well, my apostle said. That's not going to work, baby. You cannot sit up and say, that's what pastor said in the church on Sunday. No. When Jesus was encountered of the enemy in the wilderness, he said, it is written. How am I going to have knowledge of what it is written if I have not taken time to study and to begin to meditate and to begin to put the word of God on the inside of me? You have to know that the weapons of your warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down strongholds. So I have to know and I have to be equipped. So Philip was at a place where he understood scripture and he was able to now interpret and to give the unit an understanding. Are you in a position where you can give another person who comes to ask you some understanding? Standing of the scripture? Are you versed? Are you knowledgeable? Are you in a position? And then if you know what, if you're not knowledgeable, be confident enough to be humble enough to say, you know what, I don't know that right now, but give me till next week. Let me research it. I'll find out the information and I'll get back to you. You have to be willing to admit where you're in a place.
place. Don't try to talk about something that you're not familiar with. Be in a place to be confident and know that, you know what, I haven't studied that area yet. It's okay because there's some areas that I still don't know I haven't studied in Scripture. It has to be revealed to you in God's time. Oh, Jesus, y'all making me preach hard today. <laughs> Listen, let's keep going. It says, tell me what the prophet was talking about, himself or someone else. Verse 35. It says, so beginning with the same scripture, Philip told him the good news about Jesus. Mm. Notice, he didn't present a denomination. That's right. He didn't present where he was from. Mm. He didn't present his educational background. Uh -huh. He talked about Jesus. Yes. And this is where we're failing in the body of Christ in the 21st century because we're putting more focus on ourselves and less about Jesus. Yeah. We have to begin to magnify his name and bring glory to his name because at the name of Jesus, that's where the yoke is destroyed. That's where the burdens are broken. And that's where the power is. It says, so Philip began to tell the good news about Jesus. Verse 36, as they rode along, they came to some water and the eunuch said, look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? Now, here it is. Another place of humility, because if they've been riding along, Philip has constantly been witnessing to him. And as he's been witnessing him, he's gotten him to the place of talking about so much about Jesus that there he is now introduced and brought forth the concept of baptism. So now the eunuch asks, he said, well, if there's a body of water right there, why can't I be baptized? He didn't have to wait for a certain Sunday. He didn't have to wait for a certain time frame. He didn't have to wait for the deacons. He didn't have to wait for the ushers. He didn't have to wait for the elders. All he said, there's a body of water. Why can't I be baptized? Because he wanted the kingdom of God. He wanted the things of God and when you want God enough you'll be willing to make the sacrifice where I don't have to wait for the baptism rolls to get washed. I don't have to wait to wait for some clean water to be drawn. I'll go wherever there's an opportunity because I'm hungry for the things of God and so when he saw that body of water in the midst of he said look there's some water why can't I be baptized? He ordered the carriage to stop and they went down into the water and did what? Philip baptized him in his nice Gucci suit in his nice shoes. He put that stuff up to the side. He wasn't caught up into that. He said, here's a soul that needs to be baptized. I'm not going to resist. I'm not going to delay because there's something may come in and change his mind tomorrow. So right now, because he's open to the word of God, I'm going to baptize him and I'm going to allow God to use me in this moment. Listen, they didn't have to call a big gathering. They didn't have to do all this protocol. It was just water there and it was two people that believed in Jesus. Here it is. You can be baptized. And I believe that if we get back to this place and get back to the place of having that hunger and that thirst and we have that zeal of God, that's when we'll see believers being added to the church. But now they're being now subtracted from the church because we put so many rules, regulations, so many stipulations, so many different laws, so many different traditions. And people are wondering, they say, well, what am I supposed to do? Can I lift my hands? No. Can I lift my hands? No. Can I open my mouth? No. Sit there and be quiet and listen. What should I do? I'm confused because the Bible says that everything that praise, praise, let everything have breath, praise the Lord. When you say I'm too loud at praising God, well, I feel like hold my mule with Shirley Caesar. If I can't shout right here, I'm going to shout right here in this field. No help in here. Hold my mule. Because the man of God said, I'm talking about the song for those who are old school who know what I'm talking about. He said, I've been walking behind this old mule. I'm 80 something years old. I ain't never been to the courthouse. I never been to the graveyard. My kids are in perfect peace. And you gonna tell me I can't shout in your church? Well, let me tell you something, brother deacons. 
Thank you, Shirley Caesar, for helping me this morning preach this message. Oh my God, I feel my help. So, so he, he, he was not resisting or giving him all these various things. He said, listen, we're going to get baptized right here today. Because there's water in this and there's a willing vessel. Listen to what it says. We can read it. Almost at our time because we can ready to have an altar call and God's ready to move in a mighty way. It says he ordered the carriage to stop and they went into the water and, he, and Philip baptized them. When they came up out of the water, I love this. The Bible says the spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. Wait a minute. Snatched Philip away and the eunuch never saw him again. But went on his way rejoicing. Yes. So wait a minute. God said, Philip, I don't want you to get caught up in this revival like you got caught up in Samaria. He said, I'm getting ready to snatch you up right out of here because I need you to go on another assignment. I got to place you somewhere else. And so he snatched him up right away. And notice this. I love this because this was a miracle on a sign and wonder for the unit because now he's been, all of a sudden he looked around and he was gone. He wasn't there anymore. That's the power of God. He will shift you and move you when, when, when God is ready for you to be moved. You can be resisting. You can be saying, I ain't going. God said, you know what? Okay, I'm going to have to snatch you up. And bring you to the place where I need for you to be. I'm going to have to snatch you up and take you to Joliet. I was in Chicago trying to stay. Trying to work things out. But God said, I got an assignment for you in Joliet. I got something for you to do. He said, I'll snatch you up if you be obedient of the leading of the Holy Spirit. Thank God I obeyed his voice. Because God has opened up so many doors in the time that he's allowed me to come into this place. Because why? I had to be obedient. So he told him. He went away rejoicing. Rejoicing. It says, meanwhile, listen at this. Look where the Lord dropped Philip. <laughs> meanwhile, Philip found himself farther north at the town of Zostas. He preached the good news there and in every town along the way until he came to Caesarea. So, Philip, on his assignment, no matter where you place me, God, I'm going to preach this gospel. See, some of us have gotten to a place where if I'm not have a, if I don't have a certain crowd, I can't preach. Come on, sir. If I don't have enough people in the service, I'll cancel the service. No, let me take you back to Black Road Library, baby, when we had Bible study in the library. And there was a few Thursday nights that only me showed up and maybe one other person. And it was one night that nobody showed up. Baby, I was in there praying like everybody was in the building. Everybody was well. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to say I'm going home. I'm going to pray and do my assignment and leave this place. When I was at 9118 South Ash in Chicago, it was me, my two kids. And I've told the story a thousand times. Jonas and my Jonas and, uh, and the three kids, it was just us. Pastor Nisha was maybe working or whatever. And, and Jonas said, well, where are the people at? I said, son, don't worry about it. We're going to do our assignment. We're going to pray. And I'm going to yeah. preach to y'all tonight. I preached to them that night on a, on, a, on a Wednesday night Bible study. Why? Because if you be faithful over a few things, I'll make you ruler over many. And see, you have to get to the point in place where you have that type of hunger. You have that type of zeal. And Philip said he went to another city. But along the way, as he was on his way to Caesarea, it said he continued to preach and continued to make disciples of men. Continued to do what God was leading him to do. So no matter where you find yourself. Amen. From the projects to the White House. Yeah. Be obedient to God's leading of where he, where he tells you to do. And God will bless you and he will magnify you. Amen. Yeah. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise. 
Listen. I love the way God ministers and he moves. And so I want to give you a little bit of what even Queen Candace and rule over Kush and in the area of Africa. And some of us don't understand the power and the value that we have because I need you to I need you to hear me because some people say, well, this is the white man's Bible. Now, let me let me let me back this thing up because unit the Bible says he got back to his carriage and he began to rejoice. Do you not think that he did not go back to Ethiopia and go back to Queen Candace and to begin to share what he encountered? So now the unit becomes an evangelist to his country and to place where he's supposed to go. And he begins to bring the good news to them. So you got to understand something. Where you receive God and how you begin to get to the knowledge of God, you have an impact on your people who are around you, your family members, your neighborhood, your city, your state. You got to be willing to share this thing because I, I, I cannot. I, he couldn't hold it. He could not hold what he encountered. And see, some of us think that somebody that they got to have a certain look. You got to have a certain thing. You got to have all these degrees. No, I'm looking for somebody that's hungry for God. Amen. Jesus was looking for some people that were just hungry for God. And you can't begin to distinguish and begin to label people and say, well, you know what? God can't use them because they look like this. God can't use them because they're from this particular area. No, God will use whomever he chooses. That's right. And we have to be open to God's <coughs> voice. And that eunuch, because of his power and his authority, I believe he went back and he influenced the queen. And he began to share. And that thing began to break some things out. And people began to come into the knowledge of who God was. And then the fullness of it. Notice he, had, he was coming back from Jerusalem. He was already, they say he was a Jewish proselyte. And so you got to get to the point in place. He had a relationship with God, but there were some things that he had not encountered because he had not yet met Jesus. Hey. See, I can only go so far in the gospel, in the good news, but if I don't know Jesus, yeah. if I don't have a relationship with him, yes. because Jesus is the, he is the, he is the main factor in my salvation, in my deliverance, in my transformation of my life. It's in the name of Jesus. And I got to know him. I got to have a relationship with him. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise. Now. Thursday night we were in Bible study and Brother Elijah came up to me afterwards and we were talking and he was sharing. He said he saw a door here right around where Oliver's standing at. And he saw the people coming through this particular door and, and the people being delivered and being set free. And, and, I, and I agreed with him and, and what God was saying. And so I believe that God will begin to do the miraculous if we put ourselves in a position to believe and have the expectation for it. Just as Philip had the expectation for miracle signs and wanted us to follow him, because when you read those previous verses that we went over on um, Thursday night, you'll see how people's lives are changed. It said they brought the lame and they brought the ones who had evil spirits and they were being delivered. And so we have to be in a mindset and place, you know what? We haven't had an altar call in a, in, a, in a long time. And I believe God's gonna begin to bring some things before the altar that when you walk through that door, 
you're going to go back to your seat a different person. I believe God. I believe that God's going to break some yokes. Because we're in the second month of this year. And if we're in a year of much, I can't go much further with the weights on me. See, if I don't break the weights and the chains and the heaviness, how am I going to achieve and walk in the year of much with maximum results if I'm weighed down and bound by things that have just been hindering me in my spirit, in my natural man, and my mental capacity? And it, it, I'm telling you, it's just something I believe that God is going to do. But you got to have the expectation to believe God. That you know what, God, I, I need something to break in my life. I need some change in my life. I need my money to get right. I need my kids to get right. I need my mind right. I need my job to get in line. I need my, my car to line up. I, I, I need my, my everything to get in line with God. God, I need you to break the spirit of perversion and lust off me. I need you to begin to break the addictions to nicotine, to alcohol, whatever you're standing in need of. And now listen to this. I need everybody to walk through the door. So children's ministry, when we get finished up here, I need them to come up here because every Everybody needs to walk through because God's getting ready to break something. Yes, he is. And as you walk through the door, I'm going to anoint you and you're going to go, it's going to come right around and walk around. And God's going to, and if God leads you to stay up here at the altar, that's what he may lead you to do. But I'm, as we go forth, and then I'm going to release some corporate prayers and we're going to break the yokes of the enemy. Because I sense that God's getting ready to do something great and miraculous. Because we need a breaking in the spirit. I don't know about you, but I need to go higher in my knowledge of God. I need to go higher in my commitment level to God. I need to go higher in my consistency with the things of God. I need to go to a higher level in my gift and my calling. I need to go to another level. So I believe God, he's going to do it. Amen. 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 So as you walk, I want you to be walking by faith. Amen. Then when you cross this area right here, right around the middle of the city, I believe that there is going you're gonna walk through the door, and on the other side of there's gonna be change. Yes. Yes. On the other side of there's gonna be transformation. Yes. Yes. Now, some of you all are real deep, and you say, Well, you know what? That ain't gonna do nothing. I hear you in it. I hear you. So you'll say that ain't gonna that don't mean nothing. You gotta understand something. These things that we do are a representation of what's going to manifest and happen. There are spiritual things that happen before it can manifest naturally. So if you believe in God for open doors and God has placed an open door here, why not take the opportunity to go through it spiritually before the manifestation of it naturally? Because God will begin to give you the understanding of it as you follow the instructions. He told the prophet to go and sit by the brook and wait for the raven to feed you. Now, how foolish is this? How is a raven? How, what are you talking about, God? This don't add up. But if you act in obedience, everything that God told the prophet began to happen. Because he was obedient. And I'm telling you, I believe God. I've seen him work. I've seen him manifest his power through the working of obedience. And that's what God is looking for us to just obey. Amen. It ain't got you ain't I we I didn't ask you to do anything deep. I asked you to come up here and, and stand on your head, stand on one arm, stand we just walk through. It's simple. It's it's simple. But if you believe and have faith, I believe God will begin to break some things. Amen. 
And he'll begin to make some things new in your life. Amen. 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 So we're going to start on this side from the rear on up. Now I'm going to anoint you before you go when you come through that door. And I told you, if you want to you find your way in, stand up here around this altar, but leave the walkway open because I'm just believing God for miracles. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. God said the weights are broken. God said the weights are broken. The worry, the stress, the anxiety, the things that you've been dealing with concerning even your sons. God said you have to lay it at the altar today. God said leave them in God's hands. You have led them. You have instructed them. You have instilled in them. You have poured into them. God said they have to make a way for themselves. And God said for you to cast that burden upon him for he cares for you. And God will begin to manifest the miracle that you believe in God for in their life. Just trust God in the process. I know it's not easy. I know it's frustrating. I know it gets tiresome. And you had a place and you be like, you know what? I'm fed up. I'm through. No, God said just continue to pray and believe God and let God manifest his miracle in their life. Amen. Miracles, miracles, miracles. The year of much. Come on, miracles. The year of much. Open doors, open doors. Brother Willie, it's new contracts that God's gonna open up for you. I want you to begin to. I want you to begin to believe God and ask God what areas where He wants you to begin to move in. What contracts He wants you to begin to have. What which ones you desire to have. And God's gonna begin to make connections and networking ways for those things to manifest. God said there will not be a slack day in your life. And once God has built this place to where he desires it to be at, it will be a continuous flow for the next generation. <laughs> Glory to God. The newness that you received last week is already a manifestation. God said, walk it out. Walk it out. <laughs> walk it out. Walk it out. You don't even understand the favor that's on your life. <laughs> it's supernatural. The favor. When people see you coming, they just open up opportunities for you. It's favor. Preferential treatment that God has given unto you and he's blessing you with. <laughs> walk into that favor. Believe God for supernatural favor every day. Every day you walk, wake up. Every day you're moving about. Favor is going to happen for you. Preferential treatment is going to manifest for you. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Father. Do it for your glory, Jesus. Do it for your glory, Jesus. Everything that you need is in your hands. Everything you need is already in your hands. Everything you need is already in your hands. And as you walk through that door, God said, I have supernaturally supplied your needs. I've supernaturally stirred up gifts in you. I supernaturally begin to position you so that you will understand the gift and the calling that's upon your life. And God's going to begin to perfect those things. He's going to mature those things. He's going to allow them to manifest with great power and great authority. Walk in it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I receive all that you have. No matter how much you resist the elevation, God said it's upon you. So you master, just go. Then you walk through the door. Huh? No. <laughs> this oil is just representation of God's anointing, man of God. And, 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 and I appreciate you being back here another Sunday. Um, I, I pray that, that God continues to bless you and meet your needs and that you continue to see God 
all around everything that you do and that everything you do is going to prosper. Whatever you set out to do, you're going to accomplish it. You're not going to fail. You got too many people supporting you. You got too many people backing you in prayer. You got too many people that's believing in you. So as you continue forward, believe God, trust God. And God said, I am going to multiply you and I'm going to increase you and more and more each and every day, more and more above and beyond your imagination. Well, if you think God said, think it double. I'm telling you, because that's what God's getting ready to do in your life. It's going to be supernatural increase that God is going to allow to follow you. So as you walk and do the things, it's going to be increased following you. Double multiplication. I just see multiplication around you. Amen. God bless you, man of God. God said, there's just peace. He said, peace. Rest in his peace. And God said, I will give you strength. I will give you grace. And I will give you comfort. Go. As you walk through that door, peace came upon you. Peace. Look, I asked him, I said, when he was over there hitting them Congos today, I said, boy, I know your hands are going to be hurting sometimes because he went in today. But I decree and declare that everything you put your all in all to, it will be blessed. It will prosper. And that nothing will be withheld from you. And that everything that you set your heart and mind to do, it shall happen. So God said, be careful what you ask for. Because God said he's answering you. He's answering you, son. He's answering you. He's answering you. Don't doubt. I'm telling you. Don't think small. He said, think that the next level. It's not based on what your background is. It's not based on what your family name is. It ain't based on that. It's based on God's grace on your life. And all you got to do is believe it. As you walk through that door, there's transformation and newness upon you. God bless you, man of God. Listen. You need restoration and healing. I come up against any sickness, any illness that has tried to attach itself to your body. I decree and declare that by the power of God, he's healing you. He's strengthening you. He's giving you peace in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit. I decree and declare that God's glory will rest upon you by the power of the name of Jesus. I break yokes of bondage from the past. I break those things that have hurt you, those things that have disappointed you, those things that try to destroy you and take your life. By the grace of God, you're still here. By his promises, he's keeping you. And God said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you always, even until the end of time. God said, I'm a promise keeper. He keeps his word. He says that he's not the son of man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he yes. shall repent. If he said it, if he spoke it, he will make good on it. Yes. And there have been some things that you've been waiting on God to make good on. And God said, because you've been waiting and because you've been believing in the process, God said, I'm going to make good on them. Yes. Just hold on a little while longer. Yes. Amen? Amen? God bless you, man of God. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God is opening up He's opening up your ears, opening up your ears to hear more revelation, more understanding, more of his word, more knowledge with clarity. They're going to they want you to teach to teach them people in your job and teach them and instill some things in them and prepare them for the next. God said, be obedient. 
as people come and they ask you questions and they seeking you for knowledge concerning your area of expertise. And God's going to use you. You're going to be in a position where um, you'll be able to consult and, um, and, and help people who are coming along in that area to train them properly, to give them the right knowledge so they can be well prepared for what's to come. And you're going to become a valuable asset because of your years of experience, because of your ability to be able to teach effectively and to train effectively, and you're patient with them. So God said, go in grace as he opens up doors of opportunity. Money's on you also, Sister Elsa. I've seen it. Prosperity, overflow, increase, and favor is upon your life. And the thing of it is that God is going to bless you with increase and overflow because you have a sharing and giving heart. And because you're willing to share and give, that's why God will continue to meet and bring forth surplus. So walk in that prosperity. Walk in that overflow. <laughs> My God. There is such grace. God said, I'm releasing grace upon you. And God said he is actually chiseling away, chipping away the rough edges. And God said, I'm smoothing you over like a smooth stone. And I'm shaping you and molding you more and more into my image and likeness. And God said, those things that have caused up somewhat like calluses to come upon you, God said, he's breaking it down. And you're becoming flesh you're becoming pliable. I'm not saying that you were not pliable or teachable or anything of that nature. Understand as I'm saying, God is shaping and moving and bending and he's making you smooth in those areas. I see God doing it as you walk through that door and God's going to elevate you to the place of a greater understanding of his word, greater revelation, because that's what you desire. One thing I love about you, Minister Teddy, you desire the things of the word of God and that you love God's word. And because you love God's word, he will begin to continue to pour out and continue to give you instruction, continue to give you wisdom, continue to guide you as you walk through the doors. And God said, I've smoothed you out. And God said, I'm going to allow you to shine. Amen. God bless you. It is so. Everything that you believe God for is going to manifest. It's going to happen. And God has ordered your steps for such a time as this. As you walk through the door, he said, just continue to walk in my obedience. Walk in obedience to the things that he instructs you to do. And it is well. Amen. Amen. I see fire on you. Yes. Yeah. I see fire on you. I see fire. I see fire on you. I see the fire of God upon you. I see the fire of God upon you. I see the fire of God yeah. upon you. I see the fire of God upon you. And God said the fire is upon you to consume up everything that's not like him. God said there's a fire that's getting ready to break loose in your life. Fire. Woo. It's stirring up right now. It's consuming and it's building. That's the type of fire God places upon us. It'll consume the things that's not like him and then it'll come in and build up. It'll begin to ignite things that need to be ignited. 
I ignite the love of God, the joy of God, the peace of God. I ignite, I, I ignite the anointing of God, the wisdom of God that's upon your life. Fire. The fire of God. As you walk through the door, God said, there's a fire of God that's upon you. And God said, he's going to begin to speak to you even the more clearer. So God said, tune your ears up because I'm going to begin to speak. Amen. Amen. There's a fire of God. I'm telling you, that fire of God is upon him. Mother Charlie, you are a wealth of wisdom. And God said, he wants you to pour out that wisdom. That's it. He said, he wants you to pour it out. He said, pour it out. There's some knowledge of wisdom that God has placed on the inside of you. And he said, the people you come in contact with, he said, share it. Open up your mouth and begin to give them the counsel and the wisdom that they are needed of. They might not even think they need them. They might even think they already know that or already heard that. No, but when it comes through your mouth to their ears, it will bring forth newness. So God said, just open up your mouth and share that wisdom and watch what God does. Amen. <laughs> Look at this jazzy lady here. Who has a whole leopard suit and a leopard mask? Nobody but Mother Sutton. Nobody. Nobody but Mother Sutton. God said, I'm going to give you life and life more abundantly. To enjoy. God said, keep enjoying life. When it's time to go and travel and you want to go, go. Enjoy this life. And God said, he'll give you peace and he'll strengthen your body. Amen. Walking through the doors. Come on. When you open your mouth today in confidence, God said, stay in that place. You smiled as you sang because that's what God's been looking for. You have to stop worrying about Beverly and what other people going to think about Beverly. You've been too long captive by the opinions of others. And God said, free yourself today from the opinions of others. Be who God called you to be and open up your mouth with boldness. Don't be afraid to sing out loud. Open up your mouth. And as you open up today, God, the, 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 we felt it. So he just wants you to continue to walk in that boldness. As you walk through that door, boldness and the opinions of others has been broken. Amen. So walk it out. I just heard it happen again. It just, I just heard it happen again. It happened again. It happened again. It happened again. So in other words, when something, it happened again. It happened again. Somebody blessed me unexpectedly. It happened again. I was healed. It happened again. I was delivered. It happened again. I had increased. It happened again. I had favor. It happened again. I hear that. God said it's going to be a, it happened again in your walk with him for the remainder of your days. I want you to understand the power in that. It happened again. God said he will do it over and over and over repetitively for your faithfulness and your commitment to the things of God. Amen? Walk it out.
God said the only way it's going to break if you break it. He said the only way it's going to break if you break it. You have to break it. I'm reminded of the issue when they came and they laid their books at the altar and they burned their books. I don't know if that was the church of Galatia or the church of Ephesus. But when they came with their books of sorcery and magic and different things and they began to burn those books because they were looking to move to the next level. They were looking to go to the next level. They had to make the steps. So you have to be willing to break it if it's going to be broken. You have to be willing to break it. So the only way it's going to be broken, they had to willingly release it. So when you willingly release it, God can break it. But if you don't willingly release it and hand it over and say, God, this ain't what this ain't me, this ain't what I need, this is not what this is not what it's for, I shouldn't do this, that's when it's gonna be broken. You have to break it. So the more you keep going back and forth, it ain't gonna happen until you break it, until you put it in the fire. Jesus. You understand exactly what I'm saying. You gotta be willing to put it in the fire for that thing to be consumed. You have the power to break it. Amen? And God's gonna break it to make it new. He said he'll make it new. I I Go. It's good. Because God gave you the door and he allowed you to see the door. And as you walk through the door just now, I want you to specifically and strategically pray. This is an instruction. Meditate. Ask God what the vision is for your life. And then write it and make it plain. Pray, meditate, ask God for the vision, write it, and make it plain. And I'm telling you, when you yield that area and write the vision, God's getting ready to give you everything you write in the vision. It's getting ready to happen. It's going to be supernatural. Because God said, I got to speed the time up. He said, I got to redeem the time for the day is evil. So this time has got to be made up for the things you had to endure over time. So he'll do it quickly. That's why things keep happening the way they happen. Because it's not time. It can't be 20 years down the line. I ain't got 20 years. I'm not saying you're not going to live for 20 years. But God said, I don't have 20 years for him, for the people to see what God can do in your life. So just hold on and watch God and write the vision and watch God move. Watch him do it. When you go back to your seat. I need everybody on this side, if you get a seed in your hand, put it in Sister Gwen's hand. Because God's going to bless it just on this side. Get a seed in your hand and put it in her hand and she walk back to her seat. Because God's going to bless you supernaturally. And God wants to remind you that he will supply and meet all of your needs. He wants to remind you that he has covered you, he has blessed you. He's brought you thus far all this time by faith. And he will supply all of your needs. And God is giving you peace. Peace. Your daughters, your grandchildren, God said, give them to the Lord. And rest in his promises that you've instilled in him. That you've blessed and you, you've put in them the things that, that are needed. So just walk in. He said, walk through the door knowing that all of your needs are met. And God's given you everything you need that pertains to life. Amen. Go in peace. Y'all know what side y'all was on. Y'all, y'all put it in a hand. There is newness. 
And God said, as you begin to speak it out of your mouth and to begin to declare it, the newness will begin to manifest. God said he's changing and shifting some things. The new bag, when it comes, is just a representation of the new that God's going to do completely in your life. From head to toe. Because God wants to be able to allow you to see the newness of the power of his goodness towards Oliver. That you have to know that God is concerned about you. That God loves you. That God is hearing you. He's seeing you. He sees your actions. He sees and hears your prayers. And you have to know your value. <laughs> and what God has called. And what God has placed upon your heart to do. And God said, everything that pertains to your family, lay it at the altar. From your wife, your kids, your mother, siblings. He said, lay it at the altar. And God will give you rest. I'm telling you, God will give you rest. And it is so. And it is so. And it is so. I just heard it. I just heard God say it happened suddenly. It happened suddenly. It happened suddenly. It happened suddenly. God said the thing you believe in God for is going to happen suddenly. It's going to happen suddenly. 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 My God. I'm picking up something on... Um, your siblings down south. I need you to call them and pray with them. I don't know who, which one, but if you might have to call them siblings and just call and pray. And say, you know what? I just call to pray for you. Something's going to happen and God wants you to be able to put the seed in the ground for prayer. Amen? Amen. Amen. <laughs> God said, let it rub off on you. Let it rub off on you. The anointing of prayer, the anointing of fasting, the anointing of the word of God that's upon my life, I command it to rub off on Minister Tony. I release it over him from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet that he will have a greater hunger and thirst for righteousness like never before. A greater hunger and thirst for your word, for your presence, for your power. And that God, you're stirring him up this day. You're building him up this day. That he will have confidence to walk in the things you called him to walk in. As he walked through that door, <laughs> that he's seen new things, new vision, new eyesight is upon him in Jesus' name. And it is so. Come on, left side. Y'all can start. We're still doing good with time. It's, it's, it's 11.38. They were patient with you all. Come on and walk through the door. God said, be the light in dark places where I send you. He said, be the light in dark places where I send you. He said, be the light in dark places where I send you. He said, no longer be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. God said there's a renewing of your mind that God's going to manifest as you walk through the door. A fresh wind 
of his power and his glory. Jesus. Jesus. And he opened up his mouth and he said, it is well. It is well. It is well. I heard it is well. As you walk through the door, it is well. God said he is bringing you to a place of another level of trust in him. God said, I desire for you to trust me in every area. Trust me. And God said, I will do all what you desire. There's a, I'm telling you, trust him. And God said, begin to cry loud and spare not. It's power in your prayers. When you open your mouth in boldness, pray about those situations and watch God begin to deliver. You ain't got to have your prayer party. He said, you have the power in your voice. Call Stevie out. Call Vicky out. Amos. Jason. Call them out. Cedric. Call them out. Grandkids. You begin to call them out of your mouth and begin to pray and watch what God begins to do. God said he wants you to labor in prayer. Labor in prayer. So in other words, when, I, when God says labor in prayer, that means I got to pray till something happens. Because the baby's got to come forth. Because labor endures pain. So as you go into laboring in prayer, God said, you got to labor through the pains. When it looked like it's not happening, keep pushing. When it looked like the baby said, it ain't, it ain't come, keep pushing. And God said, you will give birth <laughs> to the thing that you believe God for and trust him for. Terrence, because of your faithfulness, God said he's going to reward you. He said he's a reward of those that diligently seek him. And because of your faithfulness and commitment to things, to the things of God, that you don't, you don't, you like Philip. If you say go, you're going to go. There's no argument with it or anything like that. You get up every Sunday morning ready to go to church. Your mom and dad don't have to, they don't have to tell you, come on, Terrence, let's go. Mm -mm, Terrence ready to go. At Sunday school, at the door, on assignment. And God said, because of your faithfulness, and as you walk through that door, he's going to reward you for your faithfulness. Yes. And he's going to grant you your heart's desires. Yes. Amen. 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 He, 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 he walked through, as long as you cross, he walked through, the door is right by uh, Minister Oliver. As long as you walk past Minister Oliver, you're good. So as you walk through the door and as God said that you walk through the door, God said, know that there are opportunities that I've laid before you. And he said, this day, choose whom you will serve. He said, choose whom you will serve. I present to you life and death. Now, I'm not saying when I say life and death, the death in the natural. God said, I want you to choose spiritually that God will begin to equip you and build you and encourage you in the things of God. That you will become more in tune with him. You'll become more intimate with him. You'll become in relationship with him. To know him. 
to begin to hear his instructions and obey. God said, I'm building you up, woman of God. And he said, I want you to be confident and bold in who you are. Don't be intimidated by others around you. Don't, 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 don't shy away to the back. God says, stand firm. Confident in who God has created Chi Chi to be. A woman of God. A woman of excellence. A woman of grace. And you guys, sometimes we just got to be reminded of that. You are a woman of God. You are a woman of God. I want you to say that to my mouth. I am a woman of God. I am a woman of God. That's it. Amen. Walk through the door. <laughs> now, as you walked that door before, when you was in praise and worship, the Holy Spirit had already shown me you. And I saw God breaking everything from your past off of you. Today, it's finished. It's done. God said, leave every weight here at the altar. You have been so much trying to figure out the whys. Why? Why did I do that? Why did I have to deal with this? Why did that one do? Why did I have to deal with that death? Why did I have to go through this? Why? It's been so many whys. And I felt the weight. Felt the weight of the pressure. And the struggles and the anxiety and the pressure. God said, today you are free of those chains. And you are free to walk in the liberty of God. And that knowing that from this day forward, everything about me is new. I have a new mindset. I have a new walk. I have a new joy. I have a new peace. Because God has definitely kept you through it all. You could have been lost your mind, but God has kept you. Protected you. Strengthened you. When anybody else would have been there to do it, they would have fallen apart. But God equipped you to hold on. He equipped you to hold on. And see, sometimes we got to realize that, you know what? That's actually a part of the testimony. God, you allowed me to hold on. I didn't give up. I, I'm, I'm still in the Lord. I'm still saved. I'm still in my right mind. And God, that's the victory. And the enemy will make it think, well, you know, you lost so much. No, I still got peace. I still have the Lord in my life. And I'm telling you, that's what we got to begin to refocus on. Say, God, you're still here with me. So whatever, I'm getting, whatever I got to deal with, you with me. You're going to help me fight. You're going to help me move forward. So I decree and declare that it's new and that God is allowing it to be peace over you. Yes. Hallelujah. Peace. Shed of our Lord. Peace. Come on, Benny. My God, go. Blessed woman. Good to see you, man. Yeah. The more you walk, the more you move in the things of God, the more He reveals to you. And God said, just walk in the blessings of God and receive all that He has for you. And as these keys represent natural locks and things that have 
to unlock doors. God said in the spirit, he's unlocking things in your heart. He's unlocking things of past hurts, past disappointments. He's unlocking it for it to be healed and made whole. So he said, just believe his promises and walk in it. Amen. God bless you. Hear the Holy Spirit say he'll do it again. As you walk through the door, God said, I'm breaking the hand of the enemy. It comes to make you think that you're not enough. That you're not enough as a mother, as a wife. That you're not enough for ministry. You're not enough. God said, I'm breaking it today. You're enough. You're enough in Christ. You have everything to offer. You are an amazing woman of God. A powerful, praying woman of God. You are an awesome mother, awesome wife. Awesome, awesome gift to the ministry, to the kingdom of God. God said, be reassured and confident that I have equipped you for this hour. God said, don't doubt who he is in your life. And God said, continue to just walk through those doors of opportunities as he leads you to them. Your job is not a job, it's an assignment. Every place he places you is an assignment. You have to know that when your assignment is up and when God will begin to minister to you and it won't be a new assignment until the old assignment is complete and God's making way for the assignment to be complete because there's been multiple assignments assigned to your hands as God continues to order your steps so walk in peace and walk in confidence said the Lord my God come on nigga. I hear rivers of living water rivers of living water rivers of living water so and he, he just explained to me why he said rivers of living water because you like gardening you bring things to life so you are actually a river of living water so anything that comes around you cannot die you're going to give it life. You're going to be around things that bring joy, bring life to people. When people come in contact with you, they don't forget. I was, I was around Nick. They, they get uplifted. They smile because you'll bring that out of them. Because there's a river of living waters that's flowing through you. And God said, maintain that. Walk in it. And it's going to be at a place where you're going to touch people's lives that you, 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 know, you, you don't even realize the impact you've had. And they're going to come back time and later on they'll say you know what thank you Nick you helped me that day you blessed me that day so go in faith rivers of living water wow so as you walk through the door God just allowed an earthquake to happen there's a shaking <laughs> there's a shaking that God is doing 
And God said, I have to shake you and shift you in order to get you back in place. And God said, I'm shaking things and allowing the earthquake to manifest. Because sometimes we won't let go on our own. Sometimes God said, I got to shake it so that it'll no longer be attached to you. And God said, once the shaking is over, and then they come around after the earthquake and they find out what can they recover. And God said, the thing that I had to be shaken off of you, he said, don't pick it back up. <laughs> oh my God. God said, you got to release it. You keep picking it up, daughter. Yes. Oh, my God. You keep picking it up, daughter. God said, I desire for you to be completely free. That you can stand. And you can make it. There is recovery after an earthquake. Yes. <laughs> God can rebuild and he makes structures more stronger than they were previous yes. because they become built with different beams and different things to be earthquake proof. <laughs> so if the shaking comes again, you'll be able to withstand. You may sway and move, but you won't fall. Yes. I'm telling you, woman of God, God wants your joy restored fully. So today I decree and declare for you to be the things that need to be shaken to be shaken. The things that have to be falling off and not to be picked up that you will be obedient. Not pick them up and you will go forward and walk in the victory. Walk in the newness. And it is so. Pastor Denise, give her a hug as you, as you go back. If it didn't happen through the power of God, it won't happen. If it doesn't happen through the power of God, it won't happen. If it doesn't happen through the power of God, it won't happen. You can't force it. So God said that you have to lay it and put it in his hands. And when you put it in his hands, I mean totally and completely. Meaning that God, I trust you with this. And I'm believing you to do what you said you would do as God gives you the instructions for it. But it can't happen unless you give it to God. You got to give it fully over to him. God is the one that's going to fix it, heal, deliver, and set free. And God has been showing you his power like steps by steps and, you know, glimpses and glimpses. And he's just showing you that he's able and he's all powerful. So as you walk through the door, that power and that anointing is upon you to give it over to God and to surrender all. Yes. It is well. It's a double portion for you. It's a double portion for you. As you walk through the door, I saw a double portion. And people really don't understand how you give and what you give out and how you keep giving and always have enough. It's stuff that you give in secret that people don't even know about. Your time, 
your money, your energy. And God said, because you have been faithful in giving and sowing, God said, I'm going to be faithful in giving you double. I'm going to give you double. And God said, this is your hour to live. He said, this is your hour to live. Don't be afraid to, to take the trip. Don't be afraid to enjoy and laugh and smile and have fun. God said, enjoy and live. Because it's double. This is your season of double. More than enough. More than enough. Fire God. The fire of God is upon her. My God. <laughs> I'm not going to say what you tell me, what I'm about to ask you. I'm not going to say that out loud. God told me to have you that I'm going to pray for that thing that I'm going to ask action. So now, God said, I'm giving you grace. Grace that abounds. Grace that's continual. Grace that is powerful. God said, I've wrapped you in, he's wrapped you in his arms. And God said, I'm covering and protecting, protecting you. The power of Psalms 91 is upon your life. He's shielding you and guarding you. No weapon that's formed against you will prosper. God said, don't worry about the naysayers. He said, believe the words that I've spoken unto you, daughter. And I know you've tried to, 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 shy, to shy away from or pull away from, but you're a warrior in prayer. And the enemy's tried to keep you in a place of not walking in that. But you're a prayer warrior. And God said, when you begin to open your mouth, when you begin to get in his presence, you begin to cry out, you begin to pray, things are going to begin to shift and happen. Because he's anointed your voice to be bold for him. You've got to trust and believe that that prayer warrior is in you. And I decree and declare that it's stirred today and that you will pray like never before. You will intercede like never before. For the things that the Lord places upon your heart, God will begin to allow you to cry loud and spare not. I release the anointing of the prayer mantle that's upon my life to be upon her life. And that God, she will find herself desiring and being in the presence of God and being in prayer and calling out those things that you put in her heart to pray about. Miracle signs and wonders shall manifest through her prayers. And it is so. Amen. So Tina, God is releasing glory upon you. It's glory on you. It's glory. 
where it's, 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 it's covering you, it's hovering over you, it's, it's God's glory. And everything may not, you may not understand fully, but God said, I'm placing my glory upon you so that his works will be made manifest through you. And people are going to see you in a different light. You're literally being transformed right now as you walk through that door. I see the transformation. I see, I see things just falling off you. Because you're not going to even desire to go to places you used to go to. People going to call you up and say, come on, Tina, let's go. No, I don't, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. I see things that the transformation is happening right here before our eyes. God's building you up. I'm telling you, he's building you up. Because you have a hunger for the things of God. Just as the eunuch had that hunger and he went away rejoicing and he began to have a great understanding, I guarantee he went back and he began to share. He began to talk about the goodness that he had experienced. And I believe as many times you come out of church, you've been talking to people about the goodness of God. So God said, receive the transformation of newness. Come on, Tiffany. So the Holy Spirit is just, you won't be the same. You will not be the same. Not just in the physical transformation that you're going through, but God said you will not be the same. He's reshaping your thought process. You're going to see things differently. You're going to go after things in a different way. And God said to speed up the process. You've been slow for some stuff. He said speed up the process. Even concerning your music. He, he, he said speed up the process. If you got to drop some songs into every person you know, inbox, email, drop it. Because somebody's going to find out who you are, where you are, and it's going to be that one open door that's going to change your life. Amen. You got to have the faith to believe it. You got to have the faith to believe it. Because that's what God wants to do in your life. It's, it's greater that's coming for you. It's greater. It's greater. It's larger than where you're at. So just continue to believe and speed up the process. Amen. As you walk through the door, God said, I'm giving you peace. Peace and rest for your soul. That you cast the cares of your children upon him. Peace and rest. Peace and rest. Peace and rest. Come on.
as you even standing here in, in, in purple and I see power, that God's going to give you the power to overcome. He's going to give you the power to overcome. You've been so dependent upon others for so long. God said for you to have the confidence and give you the power that Sherry can do it. Sherry don't have to lean on nobody. Sherry don't have to call on nobody. Sherry can do it for Sherry. You have the power. You got to believe in Sherry. I'm telling you, Sherry can do it. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be intimidated. You don't have to be worried. You don't have to be like, I can't do that. Or I, I, I don't know. I mean, let, me, let me call this one. Let me, let, me, let me call this person and pray with me. No, Sherry can do it. You have the power to pray for yourself. You have the power to speak life over yourself. You have the power to speak life over your family, over your household. You have the power to demand and command peace. God said, be new today and walk in that power. Just walk in that power. And it is so. Y'all okay? Yeah. We don't do this often. So we have to be obedient when God leads us to do it. He kept you since you alive. He told me about the accident. He protected you. He watched over you all. And God said, as you came both up here, walk through the door together, standing together. God said, there's a togetherness that I'm placing upon you that nothing can come in to separate or break. God said, I'm putting a hunger for another level of commitment for the two of you all. That you're going to encourage one another. You're going to pray for one another at another level. You're going to begin to intercede for each other. You're going to begin to look out for each other at a whole nother level. Yes. And God's going to begin to allow this, this thing of oneness to become so joined together that nothing will be able to penetrate or separate the two of you all. When they see Joseph, they're going to see Yolanda. When they see Yolanda, they're going to see Joseph. And God is covering and protecting you all. And he keeps watching over you. Even when things look funny and they look strange, God keeps popping up and he shows himself to be strong. That he's mighty in you all's life. The Credo household is blessed. The Credo household is blessed. <laughs> so every weapon may try to form, but it won't prosper. And God, we thank you. And we praise you, God, for what you're doing in their life. And it is so. In Jesus' name. And it is so. Mother Jackie, another hand. I decree by the power of the blood of Jesus that God is healing your body. That by his stripes you are healed. I speak to those areas where they may be weak. God is making them strong. I speak to your joints. I speak to your back, your hips, your knees, your legs. That they will have mobility, strength all the days of your life. I speak to your arms, your eyesight, your hearing. Everything will be well. 
I decree that you are an awesome woman of God. I decree that you will pour out your wisdom into the younger women to encourage them to stand, to encourage them to know what it means to love their husband. In spite of, in difficult times, in good times, you can still get love. God, give us those opportunities to pour that wisdom out and to encourage and uplift. And God, we thank you for her, for her standing power and her believing power and having faith in the things of God and showing us a good example of what it means to be a woman of God. And we seal her in the blood. And it is so. And it is so. Divine health is your portion, mother. What you thought couldn't happen, God said will happen. What you thought couldn't happen, God said will happen. So God said, I need you to elevate your trust and faith in him to the level to believe in the thing that you thought couldn't happen. God said it will happen. Speak it out of your mouth. It's power that comes out of your mouth when you decree a thing. So God said, I want you to begin to walk in that boldness and decree the thing that you're believing God for. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, but it's got to come out of your mouth. And you got to be confident. Say, this is what God has said to me. This is what God is going to do. This is what I'm believing God for. This is what's going to happen. And you got to make the declaration that God's going to honor it. Watch what he does. Amen. Come on. God has found you and he has restored you. You have been broken in so many pieces. And God literally had to put you back together. The disappointments, the hurts, the frustration, the tiredness of the past and different things you had to endure until you got to this point in place. And God said, I want you to hold on to that, this newness, this newfound joy and peace. And don't give up on the things of God. Because just as he's molded you and shaped you and allowed you to come through those things in your past, it built you. It made you stronger. And God said that you have the power as you go into your business on a day-to-day -day basis. You walk through those doors. You speak blessings over your business. God, my business, is, my business is blessed, it's prosperous. You're bringing in the clients. Every need is met. I'll have peace when they leave my office. Peace when they come in. Because it, you, it, it's a lot to hear people's issues. Because I'm, I'm a pastor. I hear, hear people's issues. And, and sometimes you can, you can take on those things when you hear them so much. And so we have to know how to have the ability to separate Amen. and to know how to hear what God is telling us when sometimes I can hear the voices of what I may be telling other people so God said he's anointing your ears to hear <laughs> to hear clearly <sighs> Jesus he's blowing fresh air into your ears Jesus is well Go in peace. Come on.
I just heard that old song. It should have been me outdoors. That song you used to sing with no food and no clothes. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done. And God said he's placed you in a place of thanksgiving. And I'm telling you, I hear you thanking God every day you wake up. You're saying, thank you, God, that you woke me another day. That you put breath in my body another day. God said, you stay in that place of thanksgiving. And as you thank God, God is going to continue to give you strength and life in your body. I hear you. God just hear the thanksgiving of God. There's a thanks on your heart. And God said, because you have that heart of thanksgiving and you're thanking him, even in the midst of the process, in the midst of when things are, my body ain't feeling right. I got to go through this and I can go through that. You yet have a place of thanks. Because you're telling God, you say, God, I know it could be worse. But God, you keep blessing me and protecting me. So I still say thank you. And God said, hold on to that place of thanksgiving. And that's what God has released upon you as you walk through that door. That heart of thanksgiving continually will flow through you. And it will begin to strengthen you. And it is so. And it is so. Come on. Come on, D. <laughs> it's favor on your life to walk in the peace of God and the blessings of God. And the Holy Spirit told me to anoint your feet. step he takes that God you will be upon him you will lead him and guide him like never before I decree and declare that he will walk in the path of righteousness he will walk in the pathway of life and peace and that God every step of the way he's being led of you he's adhering to your voice yielding to your instructions and God you're going to bless his feet <laughs> Newness shall he walk in. Every day, newness. <laughs> and we still have in the blood. And it is so. And it is so. And it is so. Oh, my say, my God. And it is so. There it is. That's what the Holy Spirit said. He said, inhale, exhale. Because as you walk through the door, God said you have to leave it and let it go. He said, leave it and let it go. You got to stop fighting you, Isaiah. Stop fighting you. And what I mean by that is that you're fighting yourself to the place where you keep defeating yourself based on your past. The past is done. It's gone. It is what it is. 
We've lived this life. This is what we've been born into. We can't change those things. Can't change who our families are. Can't change. That's what we've been born into. But I can be in the place to change who I am as an individual. I don't have to be defined of what my family is. Because now I have the DNA of Jesus Christ. Where I'm a new creature, old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. I need you to be reminded that things have become new and the old has passed away. Don't keep picking up the old. Move forward in the new. And that you will become that new creature in Christ. I said, you have to find yourself in a place of prayer. I said, in this hour, he wants you praying. He wants you opening up your mouth. He wants you interceding for your wife, for your family. He wants you speaking life and praying to God for the things that you all need in your home. You're the priest and the head of the home. I said, set the tone in the atmosphere and be a man of prayer. And watch what God begins to do. Amen. I just heard if he did it before, he'll do it again. If he did it before, he'll do it again. Same God, yesterday, today, and forevermore. If he did it before, he'll do it again. And God said, as you walk through that door, God said, I am literally pulling you. Pulling you to go to the next level. You have to find the place of prayer because God said, I'm releasing even in this hour for you to hear prophetically. God's been speaking some things into your spirit, man. And you've been trying to suppress it. But God said, I'm trying to get you to a place to understand and hear me, even the prophetic that I'm placing on the inside of you. That you will begin to prophesy. But God said, I need you to find your place in the place of prayer. So that you will be able to hear me and walk out my instructions. As he begins to give you those prophetic things to even share with people. Because God's speaking to you. He's doing something in your spirit, man. And he wants you to be obedient. So walk it out. Amen. Constantly remind you of this. The power you possess in who you are, who you've been created to be, who you've been made to be, is all in God's hands. So I don't care how He begins to show up in your life, whether you have to scream to the top of your lungs or fall to your knees, that's how God is ministering and speaking through you. And I want you to be confident in that. You don't have to be looking around. Am I, oh, am I too loud? Did I do this? Did I do it right? No. God uses us all uniquely. John the Baptist walked around in the stuff he walked around in. Walked around eating locusts and grass. What? You going to usher in the king of kings? It, doesn't, it didn't matter. God uniquely defines us in his image and his likeness. I want you to, I'm telling you to elevate to the place of boldness like never before. Because God has given you a strong, sure word of the prophetic. 
He has given you strong words to even be able to warn people. And people shy away from that part. And they don't want to bump up on you. Because there's words of warning that come before destruction. And God said, I'm giving you those words. Because he's not in the Because with the prophetic, he can't trust everybody with words of warning. Warning come before destruction because God's trying to get people's attention. And God has equipped you so and blessed your voice that you have to warn people. And God will give you this. He's giving you the strategy on how to warn before the destruction. And it would be imperative that if God has put a warning in your voice for someone to warn them and they do not take heed, woe unto them. <laughs> because God said he will not allow the blood to be on your hands. So you have to know I've just released it. I was just a vessel. The blood's not on my hands. And that's what God has placed you. You have the confidence and the reassurance that you know what, God? I'm going to speak what you've given me to speak, and I'm going to leave it there. Because he has, I'm telling you, it's such an anointing on your life for what God has taken you. And I thank God that God led you to this ministry. God ordered your steps. Because that thing had to be perfected in you. The gift was there years ago, but God had to perfect it and he would allow it to be perfected in such a time as this. For all the times you've been a part of this ministry, the God was perfecting. He's nurturing. He pulls something. He makes sure he shapes something. He's doing this. He's doing that. All those things. And he continues to do it because you're ever in a place of growing and learning. You'll never get to the point where you say, well, I, I, I got it all. And I know it all. No, that's not your, that's not how your heart is made. You're always open to learn and grow. And because of that, God said, I continue to pour out and use you. So God, God can't do no more. If he's doing it in her, he's going to do it in you. So as, as I've been sharing and, and encouraging you, God is taking you higher. Just as uh, uh, when I was sharing with Sister Tina, there's some things that you may desire to do, but God said, no, nah, you you're not even going to want to do that anymore. And he's going to be able to keep you and protect you and watch over you from some areas where say, you know what, uh -uh, I don't want to go there. Because he's giving you wisdom. And God is going to give you the heart, as I've said it before, compassion. It's not saying that you don't have a compassionate heart now, but what has to happen is God will begin to take us to a greater level of compassion. Jesus stopped on his way of going to heal the woman because there was a funeral processional. He had, and the Bible says he had compassion. Oh my God. So in other words, I can be caught up in doing something for me and then God say, you know what? No, I'll shift you and make you stop what you're doing for you and say, you know what? I need you to go help this person. I need you to go bless this person. And that's what God is doing in that compassion that he's pulling out of you and building in you. Amen? You all go in peace. Come on. He said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Cast your cares upon me. Take my yoke upon me. God wants you to begin to take upon his yoke. His yoke is easy, his burden is light. You have allowed the enemy to place so many weights on you. And what happens is, when we allow the enemy to place weights on us, 
And then when we're not in the place to be in fellowship and to be in communion with God, the enemy will bog us down and it looks like we're being defeated. So I got to begin to get my strength back and to get back into the place of the word of God. Get back into the place of fellowship and with the things of God so that God can give me the strength and the equipment to overcome the enemy. Because the fight is spiritual. You got to cast down those evil imaginations, those desires that do not line up with God's plan and purpose for your life. You got to be willing to lay it at the altar and, and, and burn it. Just as I showed to uh, Brother Doran, you got to be willing to let it go. And when you release it and lay it at the altar and say, God, I'm finished with that. I'm done with that. God can begin to do a new thing. And he'll restore everything that the canker worm and the palm worm and the locusts have eaten. And it is so. Amen. Can somebody um get our children's ministry up here so the minister Dorn and Miss Eric can come? Yeah, yeah, they can come up. Everybody's in the building. They're gonna walk through the door. Thank you all for being patient. She had to walk through the door. And that, that's the example of what the Lord is talking about in us. 
the Holy Spirit showed her to say, you know what? I need you to walk around so you can walk through the door. Because the door is not going this way. It's going that way. So as you are led and being obedient, as God led you to walk through the door, I want you to know and believe that as you walk through the door, to have confidence and that everything that you have need of is in this door. And God is getting ready to meet and supply supernaturally all of your needs. And that God is going to begin to give you another level of grace and power to stand. When the enemy speaks to you and comes to tell you to give up, you're going to have a fresh wind and it's going to unction you to say stand. No longer will you be tossed to and fro. God said stability and he said stability and the, the power to stand firm that you won't be shaken. <laughs> I'm telling you, you, you cannot be shaken in this hour, Sister Michelle. God said for you to stand in confidence and boldness in what you walk through that door. Open up your mouth and declare it. And speak it, for there is life and death in the power of our tongue. Jesus. God said that's exactly what's happening in your life. That God, as you sort of ran through the door, God said that's the sense of urgency I want you to have. I want you to have that sense of urgency concerning the things of God that you begin to run after them. And as you begin to run after the things of God, God is going to meet you and he's getting ready to anoint and release such a grace for healing and the prophetic. You're going to prophesy at the next level. And you're not going to draw back. You're not going to sit over there and talk about give it to the apostle. No. God's going to allow you to open up your mouth and you will prophesy. Because there have been many things that God has placed on the inside of you to release. And it has to come through your voice. It's fine. Okay, apostle get in and he confirms some things that may have been in your spirit. But when it comes to your voice, it's, it's a difference for what people may need in that moment. So God said, I want you to run toward the things of God and watch me begin to move. Now, I'm going to lay hands on your stomach and God's getting ready to stir that thing up. If the Holy Spirit moves, it's just the Holy Ghost. Oh, the fire, God. 
Mama yesi koma na sando kosheme rekunu masinya ketiko masataya soto mateki kunuishia edo konama ya teya kuniasa yasha dokusha makaya yetuko yashime oshamaya kaniaso maya kaneya mosuko yiki amasha kataya moka ya toko meka ya toya aya toya iya yetoa maya taya la maya yeke jiara ya ya yoshe <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's a prophetic power that's on you that God just released. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Woo. It's a prophetic anointing on me right now. That every person I touch right now is gonna release a is gonna have a prophetic anointing. So these babies who've been last, and even with Minister Dormis Eric, wherever they at, there's a prophetic anointing you ready to release on you all. I promise that God is real. I will see. I don't know why he chose you, Caleb. But God is choosing you, son. I will see. I will see. Prophetic giftings be stirred up in these babies right now. Prophetic giftings, you gotta come fast. I promise to God. Naomi, prophetic giftings be stirred in you today. Prophetic calling, words of wisdom and words of knowledge will flow from you, daughter. I am gonna say, what's your name? The prophetic anointing upon Cassidy in the name of Jesus. Cassidy will prophesy. Stirred up right now. Oh my God. Oh my God. Cover them. Oh my God. What's your name? Kamara. The prophetic anointing is upon you, Kamara. The prophetic anointing is upon you in the name of Jesus. Let it rest upon you today. It shall follow you and lead you all the days of your life. Come on, come on, come on. prophetic anointing over you right now. Oh my God, Jesus. You will dream. And you will see visions. I will see. But God said, don't be afraid of the dreams. And I will give you revelation knowledge. Oh, I'm stirring you up, daughter, right now in the name of Jesus. The prophetic anointing shall rest upon you. Oh, my God, I will see. Arabasanda. Mariah, the prophetic anointing is upon you in the name of Jesus. More, said the Lord. More, said the Lord. More. Raise them up, Father. Daughters of your word. Daughters of your power. Prophesy in the name of Jesus. It's Eric and Dorian still here where they at? They had to leave.
Everyone under the sound of my voice, I decree and declare there's a fresh wind of God's prophetic anointing. It's sweeping in the air. It's manifesting by his power. The Holy Spirit is releasing it. And there is fresh wind right now in the name of Jesus. God is stirring you. There's an unctioning. There's an urgency in your spirit that's arising right now. As the Holy Ghost is being moved and he's moving in this house. My God, my God. today to begin to show you my power yes. I came in this place today yes. to reveal to you open doors of open heavens yes. God said I came to expose and to begin to renew and to begin to bring to light those things that were not like me so that you can be whole yes. God said if you are believe and entrusted me today the thing that was not like him will be rooted up and God said, you will go forth and be new creatures in Christ. God said, I have designed for you to be obedient as you can teach and preach about the Holy Spirit as you have been led to do for these yeah. past six weeks, five weeks that you've been ministering. God said, this is why we have the visitation of the power of the Holy Spirit. God said, when you invite me in, I am welcome. I love this atmosphere. I love this particular area because you're free to move. I don't want restrictions. I don't want boundaries. I don't want limitations on me. I want open doors of opportunity just like this. I don't have to move like this in every Sunday, but God said, when you give me space, I will move. He said, I desire to pour out in you. He said, I just need vessels that are open to receive. He said, I'm looking for vessels that are open to receive my power. 
I want to work through you. Yes. Says God, he wants to work through us yes. to perform the miracles, signs, and wonders. Amen. Yes, God. The book of Acts has come alive in this house. Yes. Yes. And the gifts of God have been stirred up. And you will hear more and more of my miracle working power. Yes. It's going to happen, not just at the hands of the apostle, at the hands of Pastor Venice, at the hands of those who are in leadership. But every believer that will believe yes. signs and wonders shall follow you. Yes. I am here to show you who I am. I'm only me, this me. I am only a vessel. This is only God ministering through me yes. as a willing vessel. Pastor Venice, whatever you need to share corporately and prophets Karen, and then we're going to get ready to. We're going to take communion today because God said that's what we need to do to seal us. Yes. We went over today, but we had substance. Some services you sit in, they go over, there's no substance. There's substance here today. There's substance here. Amen, Apostle. I'm just standing in agreement with you. I don't have anything else to add to it. It's been said. Well, you interpret what I was speaking because that's what I was hearing. When I was speaking, you interpreted the the the, the tongues that I was speaking. Amen. Amen. We give God praise. Yes. His power is here. Yes. His anointing is here. I don't want us to take it lightly when God becomes and He comes to bring forth revelation like this and yes. encounters like this. Don't take it lightly. I just really believe God wants to do something in the earth. You know what? If he'll take New Covenant Worship Center to be the catalyst to start it all, we be obedient. Amen. That's just where it is. Amen. We be obedient and make the difference in the earth. God, he's, he's doing it. So let's prepare. We take our communion. Evangelist Marion says we had Evangelist Philip today. Can you um, lead us through communion? The prophetic anointing that I released upon those babies is is is, is real. I want you to understand that they will prophesy. <coughs> They will prophesy. And Caleb, you being the first partaker is being a man, a seed. You were the first one that were in line. You, you carry the seed, son. And God's going to bless you in your seed. Ha, son. 
Thank you, Jesus. And before I do this, Apostle, I just want you, when you said you didn't know why God chose to release that prophetic on those children, um, it, it was, where are the believers? It's coming alive every Sunday, like last Sunday with Benny. This Sunday, four of those children belong to two prophets. So, like Stephen's daughters were prophets, you got Mariah and... Amaya and then Naomi and her brother. They belong to prophets. It's coming alive. It's coming alive. But anyway, we know that the Last Supper is what Jesus shared with his disciples before he went to the cross and died for our sins. So 1 Corinthians 11.23, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, Whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. Therefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. But if anyone is hungry, let him eat at home, lest you come together for judgment. And the rest I will set in order when I come. Amen. Amen.
Everybody has the body of our Lord and Savior. Okay. Nobody's still struggling to open theirs. Okay. Let us eat together the body of our Lord and Savior. Everybody has the blood of Jesus. And we do this in remembrance of him. So let us drink together and remember it's his blood that was shed for us. Do we have any new mem uh, new visitors? Yeah, we're going to have new members. Do we have any visitors, first time visitors? Okay, so everybody's family. All right. Uh, is there anybody that has been coming here for a while? and you haven't made up your mind yet, and you've decided you want to be uh, part of New Covenant Worship Center officially, and you wanna join this body? Is there anybody here? Okay. Father God, we thank you, we bless you, we praise you for what our ears have heard, what our eyes have seen. We thank you that we do not take the things that were taught here today lightly. We thank you that we have a wisdom, knowledge, and much understanding of what it is that you are doing in our lives in this year of much. And we thank you that we really, really rest in who you are, what you're doing with us, and that we take you in a whole nother level of seriousness. And that we awaken more and more unto much righteousness and that we walk in much obedience so that we can prosper and be in health even as our souls prosper so as we go about our way lord we have hidden that word in our heart and we will not sin against you and we will share the good news of who you are father god we are the believers and we are walking living epistles bread of men because we are walking out the book of acts I believe it, and I speak it, and I decree it, and I bless you. In Jesus' name, have a great week. Amen. Amen. Please get those potato chips downstairs. Don't go home without any amen. It's plenty down there.